A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the... Oh, oh, this ooh, podcast. That was, someone's working on their role. I was working on it all morning. Aww. I was like, <laughs> I gotta do something like active like acting e for leo i don't know if it sounded good in the mic in the headphones but uh i was i was can you can you do it again that's like a baby it's like a baby baby. yeah Yeah. it's supposed to be a lion king i know i was like that's i was like just saw it did you see it i saw it what'd you think no thank you i also felt like it was uh let me sit too long first 20 minutes i was yeah i was like let me just say this it started i wept immediately i did too Um, i did not realize how uh just like intensely powerful the music i like forget but it's like the it was just the music really for me i like the music from the other one better sorry well sure but i mean like just remember i think it just like made me remember the original yeah i was like very overcome that but 
didn't I didn't see it. I didn't hear great reviews, so I'm gonna wait till it goes to the dollar yeah. theater. Yeah, um, story is as always good. You know? but yeah, also of course. biggest my biggest problem with it is that they released it in cancer season. Mm. I know. Like, like come on, miss, miss op- missed opportunity. They also were. I'm pretty sure they released it like right on an eclipse too, where I was yeah. like, this is not. It gonna- didn't seem like it was. It wasn't working in the favor of like people being excited. Like it felt like a very flat time yeah not the leo roar time that i think an office released really could have benefited all the comedic acting i thought was what great but even like i love beyonce beehive please step back but (laughs) i did not it's not that i didn't like her performance it just took me out of it a lot because i kept being like oh that's beyonce Mm. it's the i mean She's not known for her acting. Let's uh, we've all seen beehive, Car- beehive, yeah. every start beehive. I do not stand that. Um, Carmen hip hopera. Uh, you mean the slept on classic Carmen oh hip hopera? I haven't seen that. Uh, I haven't seen it. Are you surprised? I'm not. No, but I think it. It reminded me of like that. Did you see that documentary where they talked about how all the Disney animators like lost their jobs and shit? No. Um, I think it's the mouse that roared is the wow. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it just reminded me of things where it's like, I don't, it, voice acting is such a different thing. And especially because they were like live action mm-hmm. animals, like in the cartoon cartoon, you can like draw faces on the thing with these, because they wanted it to be realistic. You like lost even the, the animation of the faces. And so it was just like, Oh yeah, that's Beyonce. Talking right. that, that's Donald Glover as that lion. Talking uh, the line, comedians yeah. already talk like fucking idiots anyway yeah, yeah. because that's how we talk. Like so, we already talk like cartoon characters most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, to me, Beyonce is like a lioness. Yeah, yeah. Right, so it was sure. like it so made Le- sense. All Le- of the Leo Mars. Yeah, I mean, all of the 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 casting makes sense because you do just like think of it. But then it's just like, oh, that's not. I guess that's not what I want in my. Was it too star studded? Is that because no, you know, no, I don't think so. It's just that just that live. Because you know what stuff. it is sometimes with movies that I, I I don't know if movies nowadays do it as much as movies as when I was a baby, but I feel like they would pepper in more like yeah there'd be a, a star to you know and then there's like a ton of new people they're introducing you to and it makes you feel more like you're in the world rather than like that's that person that's that like you just kind of get the triggers of like yeah celebritydom like I you almost need more normcore people in there when i don't we know were younger too i think they got more actor actors, yes you know yeah. people from broadway or or stuff like that oh yeah and then they pepper in a big celebrity name or something there'd be like one one celebrity mm-hmm. where it'd be like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but everybody else was just like their voices were. And then cool. it'd be like Bernadette Peters, and then no one else you've ever heard of. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, voice actors because yeah. it's a separate. Th- you know, I'm. Anyway, I'm always deeply troubled by the disintegration of like artisanal <laughs> necess like uh specific quality that like well this is where the voice actors used to clean up on in their industry video games all this and now it's like you've got like some of the most famous people voicing like some of the smallest parts like give them well, not give even these people there's i'm always gonna say sag sag card yes, <laughs> give them the damn sad that's card. even harder to get it's a <laughs> difficult that's a union you can't buy your way into um well no i mean even like it's stupid, but like even like commercial voiceover acting where that used to be my, I had a friend in elementary school. Um, I believe it was Leo. Interesting. Um, her dad was like a, a very successful voiceover actor, but not like cartoons like would do 
uh, I'm trying to remember which one of the commercials was, but it was like radio commercials. And this is a commercial for this business or car commercials where it's like John Hamm does yeah. car commercials. How, right. Why the fuck are they going to hire? So all those things, there was something where it's like Jeff Bridges is the voice of so many things where it used to be my friend, Allison's dad. Yeah. yeah. Well also even like, uh, I hate to bring it up entourage, but um, mm-hmm. like that, that was what, 10 years ago, but it was like still he, there was a plot of him like, Oh, I'm not going to do a commercial. Yeah. Right. And he's like, I'll do it in Japan where like no one will see it. Yeah. But yeah. like now, now they don't have pride. They're like, yeah. no, well, I, no I'll do it. There was like a um, Hollywood move. It was post recession where and it was of post. Co- of course. Mm. It's truly where it was like a bunch of actors. There was like a huge shift where there's a bunch of actors who were named people that normally would only do movies that then said they would take TV. So then the oh, people yeah, who yeah. normally would say oh i'll only take tv now had to be like oh i'll, I'll take tv and yeah. internet stuff or yeah. whatever you know what i mean like so everybody got knocked down because the people who were just taking movies mm-hmm. you know taking yeah oh my uh this like it's so funny that you bring up like iconic voice actors you guys watch house hunters yes no. okay do you watch house hunters renovation no okay that's my favorite house hunters all other house hunters be damned because they get, they still do the house hunters process of going through the three homes. But then the second half of the show is like them demoing it. Um, and also like just lots of conflict, a lot of like horrible, like married people fighting. They find out like there's a mold infestation. That's ten, always, they always have always secret $10,000. It's always $10,000. It's the same on fixer upper. Um, but so I just got a login from a friend. I'm not going to narc her like that. So now I have like, HGTV login like all of it and I'm like so excited so me and Pabs are like yes because we ran out of all the house hunters renovation on Hulu so we're like logging into the HGTV mega dome and we're like let's start with the most recent season there's like 32 seasons like this is what we're gonna let this rip and here we are and then we start and we're like this is weird like it feels like cheaper or like this newest season we're like I don't like this at all and like the couple's just going about buying their like Woodland Hills home. And I was like, this is like, bo-. I'm like, I'm bored. Like, why is this show so boring? We used to love this. And I'm like, they got rid of the narrator. They got rid of oh. Andromeda Dunker, who is one of the, like, she comes in and she's like, you know, like Bill and Ted are in this part of the mm-hmm. town, but they can't afford this. They drive this far to work and their kids are driving them. But will they go with the this and this? And instead it just goes cold into the couples just being like, hi, I'm uh, Will and uh. we're shopping. And I'm like, no, we need her. And then I read an article because I was so pissed that she found out because she DVR'd an episode that they got rid of her role. Mm-hmm. At least I think she's still on House Hunters, mm-hmm. but she's no longer on the renovation, which is at H can we all at HGTV right now? Huge mistake. Wow. Uh, you would think that the HGTV people would know a thing or two about not cutting corners, you know? <laughs> uh, but also it's like she's like what's that you've she's already done like 18 like keep her on the pay what's keeping her on the payroll and she's already on your payroll for other shows. Have her bop in the booth and do the reno. But it's because it's wow. like, because they want to pay less. I know. Well, Andromeda, we hear your cry and you're sorely missed. And I'm we're not watching those seasons. We're, we're we started a few seasons later and we're just going to 
ride those out until we can't anymore. Time sounds like needs a renovation on House Hunters yeah. renovation. There, there was like too long when we first started because we like to try to like watch ones that are in L.A. just because we can relate to that market or like Chicago or like places we know. And then we kept going. We kept skipping like a lot of one season because we're like, they're all in Reno. But it was like the titles would be like a teacher in Reno because they're like Reno is like the term for renovation. And yeah, it took way too long to find that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of backlogged episodes to go back to. <laughs> so like, fuck Reno. No offense That's to anyone so in Reno. Funny. We're like, I just, I'm not familiar with the market. So I just don't care. You're like, I don't want, who's going to move to Reno? That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, Andromeda. I just love, also her house looks great. Just from this like expo day where she was scorned. Wow. Hashtag justice for Andromeda. With, yeah, we stand <laughs> with Andromeda. <laughs> uh, we made it. Well, speaking of standing, we made it through the meat grinder. We're all still standing. Oh my God, I don't know if I'm through. No. Well, we're I still in the get, shadow. I have, we're out no, of, I have. There's too much still happening. I can't. Damn oh, I, That's I, yeah. true. I like, am like constantly in like a state of dread. Anyone yeah. else? <laughs> Maybe I'm also just saying that because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, I'm not through. Also, but well, we like legal, like technically, yes. yes, this time period. But is it like energetically no. done? I don't think so. I don't think it's gonna be done till like, like maybe another week or so. No, this one's been. Exhausting. It's long. It's tiring. How was it tra- traveling? Yeah. You just Columbia. got back? Yes. Just got back, uh, back into the country. Um, <laughs> I was abroad. Uh, <laughs> does it still count abroad? You yeah, you're abroad. Yeah, yeah, you flew. It just means, yeah, it just means you're not woman. in the country. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you went over some <laughs> from some I water am, channels. I am abroad <laughs> uh, currently and always. Uh, no. Uh, Columbia was amazing. Uh, do wish I would have practice more spanish but it was cool found that i have i need to like post it because i was like i have all of my like zodiac oh yeah what was that it was just a wall and it's so funny we were walking so columbia is known for having a ton of street art because they decriminalized um graffiti hell yeah columbia um and i do not know if this is true so please don't at me like i know we have colombian signers too yes um we do. Uh, but I read somewhere, and this could be not true, but you know I like this kind of mythology, <laughs> that part of the reason why it was decriminalized is because Justin Bieber was in Columbia on tour, and prior to it being decriminalized, there was still a lot of graffiti and street art um, stuff, but Justin Bieber, like, spray-painted oh, something. They did that here, too. And they... Uh, were like, oh, if we were, they were like, we're not going to prosecute Justin Bieber, obviously. What? But they were like, if we don't, if we don't do that, then the country is going to like be in uproar because of right. all these people that are, have been, uh, jailed for yeah. graffiti. So they just decriminalized it. What? That's like, that story is loaded on like 40 different of levels. levels. <laughs> of course. In some ways of Justin Bieber kind of like, leading this revolution but i don't even know if he thought well, he, and that's why like, he was. i don't know if that's true uh <laughs> at us yeah uh, yeah and i also don't mean to do not mean to imply that like justin bieber uh, you know white savior columbia and this uh-huh. but uh all of this to say there is a vibrant street art culture and so we're just kind of like looking around at all of these like murals and things as we're walking through um bogota and then my mom was like oh that's his pisces 
And we were Aww. like, huh. And then we looked and then it has like hidden all over there. There's like all of the signs in there. Cool. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. So we just looked at that. But then there was like other, there was like a painting that was named Scorpio. And there was a bunch of bulls everywhere. That's so cool. I was just like s- noticing. I went to this like uh, market and they had, I should have bought it. I regret not buying it. But um, it was, I found astrology books and cool. in there. But um, Okay. Off topic. Because I knew Justin Bieber is banned from some country. Because I feel like I always see, like, I feel like he gets banned from a country like every month or Once so. A week. But he is banned from China. China, just, just a okay. heads up. Um, and a Las Vegas indoor skydiving <laughs> place. Uh, it looks like <laughs> That's fucking dope, dude. Man, Justin Bieber is very. That that is tight to be banned from a sky. <laughs> like what do you what do you do? I mean, but was it a good? Let I guess his dick out or something that'd be so oh funny. Oh my god, let it flop. That would be so funny to watch. <laughs> In the air, I skydiving, like going around like a helicopter. Because <laughs> he's got a you know we've seen the pics. You got a big one. Yeah, and he's got so a nice ass. <laughs> Sucks. Wait, was traveling like? Okay, because I, you know, I think we talk about like the Mercury retrograde times of like it's great times to reconnect and do these things, but obviously there's technical challenge, like can be technical challenges. How did that okay. shape up for you? You had a scary plane experience. Oh fuck yeah! I did. And okay, this so traveling was mostly smooth. When we got back, it was like just kind of not delayed. Nothing was ever delayed. Um, nothing. No bags were lost. It was just some kind of like impatient, frustrating moments, but. When we were going, we first went to Bogota and then we went to Santa Marta. And so we had to take a flight, a domestic flight within Colombia. And we were landing in Santa Marta, which is like on the Caribbean coast. And coming down to descend and land and we're like down. And then the pilot takes the plane back up. Uh. And we were like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck? It was very terrifying. And... All of these flights, they speak in English afterwards, but they say everything in Spanish first. And then the English translation is like less thorough because it, it's just short, like yeah. a little shorthand. Yeah. Like description. But basically they were just like, hey, bad weather. Um, so we can't land safely. So we're either going to go to Cartagena and land or we're going to try and land like from the other direction going to Santa Marta. But then we just like flew around for like a half hour like you just like almost landed and then went up and then they were like they weren't like oh hey we're going this way like this is what we're gonna do first then we're gonna do this so we're just like okay are we making like are we flying for an emergency landing are we just kind of flying around until the storm uh ends are we did it look bad out could no, you see? no, no, that's what was weird. And it wasn't like it was super turbulent or anything, but yeah. it just sounds like it was, um, once we land, we did end up landing in Santa Marta and it was fine. They just came in the other direction. But when we were like leaving the airport, one of the streets was so flooded. Damn. So it might also have just been like, Oh, it was wet. too wet and Slip they weren't sliding. yeah, too slippery and all that. So it was like, I was glad one of those ones where you're like, I'm glad they, uh, made that call right instead of being like oh well we're already landing or like or not knowing or whatever you know i don't Uh, know not yeah negligent not that that's common or whatever but you know oh no i i mean aviation's scary yeah it's like no matter how many times you do it it's like wow this is like it feel i know like you know neil degrasse tyson and 
bitch wads like that like you'd be like go your car you're like more likely to die it's like yeah I, i'm aware but the act of flight itself the process it's just like it's, it's scary it's intense you're yeah. up you you up there yeah but it reminded me of i had that ha- a similar thing happen but not where I, we, the plane took off and then just like immediately turned back around and landed <laughs> oh which again like they needed to but yeah that's that reminded me of of yours oh god yeah they got us there did i talk about this no. i can't remember oh yeah no i had like the burbank uh, i thought i was gonna just have a 40 minute flight from sfo to burbank but then they told us they needed to jump start the engine which was like i just like it was nice to know but it was also like to my brain is like then we need to like turn in this plane. Like this plane is no longer a functioning part of the team anymore. Like, like I didn't know you could do that. You can't fix it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're just going to blow some air into the engine turbine and just like, it will go. And I was like, I'm like sitting there next to like this nice German man who's like on Reddit being like, yeah, I guess that is, it does work like that. And I was like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I don't still don't like, I know, but it seems like bad that that we're going to resorts now rather than like, it just works. Um, and it was so fucking hot and unair conditioned and we sat on the plane for like an hour and then they tried it again. They're like, yep, engine failed again. But the pilot was like really cool about being like, I have 20,000 flight hours. I've never seen this before. Like, sorry guys. And then it was just the madhouse scramble. But then they brought the new plane and it was different seats. And like, I felt like just reassured because if they had got that to work, I think that would have almost been a worst case scenario for me because I would have had to like had an excuse to be deep. Like I couldn't have gone on that plane. Yeah. I would have been to Final Destination, freaked out. Like, this is a sign. Also, my mom was a horrible influence on me Or when I'd be younger and I'd be scared on flights or whatever and be like, I'm scared. She's like, you know, you can always just, like, claim an emergency and get off. Never like, oh, power through. Like, you'll be safe. It's always like, if your gut's saying you're going to crash, you might. So you should probably, <laughs> so you should actually probably leave. And it was like, so I give in to the fear and the like signs of like the world being like, get off the plane. Like I'll always go with, yes, like I must go. I did that for the 9-11 plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a Steve Ren Azuzi joke. For all you uh, <laughs> truthers, Deep. 9-11 truthers out there. Are you Renazizi truthers? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, brother. You don't uh, know who Steve Renazizi is? Steve Renazizi? He's a comedian. He was on The League, and he uh, lied, lied about, about being, being in 9-11. 9/11. Oh, so many people do that. Yeah. Why? Like, I don't know. There's also a plot line on the show Billions. Peak TV. Oh, I also was uh, out of town. I did run into my ex-fiance at an ostrich oh, farm, which fuck. was oh. extremely uncomfortable. Of all the ostrich farms <laughs> yeah, in all I mean, the world. It was truly one of the worst experiences of my life, I would say. Did he, yeah. like, say hi? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like... Did you um, see him and then, like, he came over? No, I didn't see him at all. I was oh, holding a $50 ostrich egg. <laughs> so I really had your head in the sand. fucking <laughs> ostrich goo. I had ostrich oil on my hands. I was like, oh, great. This is cool. And then I just heard, like, Lisa. And I'm like, oh, who's this going to be? And then I was I like, oh, hi. And... Uh, uh, I just like gave a hug, said, uh, good to hugged. see you. Oh Damn. yeah. Gave a hug, said good to see you and just like bolted like as fast as possible. And Scott was like, 
Uh, oh, was that a comedy fan? He's like, who is it? Oh, I'm shit. like, it's a signer. He's like, did you? He's like, you didn't seem like you knew who that was. And I'm like, oh, I know who it is. And like, <laughs> I don't know, if you know who it is, but I do. Oh my god. And uh, was he yeah. there alone? No, he was with a girlfriend. Ew. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. I was just, and I feel. Ew. <laughs> I do feel bad for the way I like reacted because I should have probably been like, hi, like this is whatever. And like, nice to see you and all this stuff. But I just literally just was like, I can't do that. I'm no, leaving. I can't believe no, I'm like I'm shocked. Out. I'm shocked you hugged. But you know and what? I do that when I when I see a friend of me, I freeze up. I'm like, hello. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like and Scott's parents were there. I mean, it was oh, I just God. like didn't know how to. I don't know. I, I didn't know how to do it. And then I texted him yeah. and I was like, hey, if you want to get a drink later with us, like, whoa. And he was like. Oh, we're leaving. And I was like, oh, oh my <laughs> God. Actually, God. plans. I told my girlfriend who you were and plans are now canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, just so like shocked. And it was so weird. Had you seen him? Is that like been like a long no, time? No, I haven't seen him in like four years. Probably. Damn, ghost of the and fucking past. And he lives like nearby too. So then I'm like, I went to mm. fucking Solvang and you're there. That's so weird. Oh. But that's always how it happens. Yeah. I don't know if that's always how it happens. I, don't I know. think it's like an ostrich farm. Well, is an airport maybe, but a fucking ostrich no, farm is a little like much. I feel like it's time. always not where you... Yeah, I don't think. know. Small towns, it's not usually... That's not usually how it goes. Did you guys ever that's go true. there together? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But maybe there was a longing in there. I don't think so. Maybe I, he followed you there. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was like a nice reminder of like seeing him at, at that thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, we kind of like the same kind of stuff. Right. Nature shit and like stuff like that. And so that's fine. Yeah. Like, and it's fine. It, sh- it was just weird. And then Scott's mom was like, who is that man who knew <laughs> you? I'm like, oh, God, get me <laughs> out of here. Like, just let me go home. Did you tell them? Yeah. Well, I just said ex-boyfriend. Like, oh. I wasn't going to be like, oh, we were once engaged. Oh, my like, God. That's a real conversation. Whoa. Um, I don't yeah. like, I think I would just like turn red. Like, I think I would just like, I couldn't keep a cool. I, I think I did exactly what Scott thought, which is what I do whenever I see someone I don't know, which is like, hi, yeah. so good to see you. I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hi, yeah. I, hi, I'm here being the nicest version of myself that yeah. I've never, like, this is too nice for any normal occasion and goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and droop. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, I don't know. I just feel that like, I'm sure the listeners are like, feel. I feel the cringe. Yeah, and then I, my hometown got shot up the following uh, like two uh, days later. So it's just like, okay, well, things are not looking good, but we're going to power through, you know? We're going to stay strong. I think it's really sweet that, like, they had to turn people away from giving blood and stuff. People are outpouring a lot of support yeah. there, so. Yeah, it's like, I mean, as we Sorry. all know, mm-hmm. it's tough, weird times, but it's uh, it's been tough, weird times, but then you have these, like, mondo reminders happen and i mean maybe it's because we're post pre still in whatever meat grinder vibe but like there does feel like a resurgence of hope maybe it's also because right now we're in the middle of like countless debates and like i feel like it's getting re-brought up in the feeds and in everything and it's also the dictator in charge is like just saying like it's just like it feels like we're very close to like a very intense uh climactic thing that's gonna happen but we're still not even right there like but like to see at least that it's not just like gone and forgotten yeah as it can be um not that it's good it's just like it's like oh yeah like this is this is the country we live this is the country weird because like it's a technically very safe city and we don't have a lot of crime there and so now like 
every day I'm hearing from people that like I never have to talk to. Yeah. I know that sounds bad, but it's like I'm getting a lot of text messages from people that I don't normally talk to and it's nice, but I also have a lot of my own stuff to do. So it's kind of frustrating because I want to provide enough support and be like, I do care and I am from there and I do love you guys, but also like fucking you got to stop texting me. Like I are these have, people mm-hmm. from back home or people here, like people oh, from oh, all of yeah. us um, and, and just, you know, wanting to connect. And I understand that when things are in chaos and, and having the people that you normally go to and stuff, but I'm like, I just can't provide that today. You know? Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. But, but uh, it's okay. They're doing okay. Everyone's okay. My family just, yeah. Yeah. Guess just a good reminder. If you're 18 or turning 18, uh, which we do have a lot of, uh, young listeners, fucking please vote. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I guess we can't tell you who, but take you know action. What you know what we're saying. <laughs> also, you know, take action, action, action. Action. Mm-hmm. Um, good time to sign up for our Patreon. Listen to the activism episode with Wendy yeah. Hawkins and get that fresh. Oh, yeah. Then my bestie moved away. Like, the, like yeah, not that, not to parallel anything no, no, with no. school shooting. No, no, no. And I'm not. Well, what? I didn't mean to be like, <laughs> and I'm fucking terribly sad <laughs> right now well it's just there is like i feel like big al- like also maybe it's just the time of like before school starts for a lot of people uh i think maybe this year was the first time and maybe it's since now i keep schedule of more of an astrology calendar in my head like now to me like aries season is almost like the beginning of the year to me where i was so school-minded where like september always felt like the beginning of the year to me and now that's all switch so i i forget that this time of year is also a very beginning change energy shift kind of time of year for a lot of people and i think a lot of people feel and get stressed out and then on top of the stress there's like the nuances of the day and then huge news events and all these things so it's just very like it's it's a very high high energy time yes still Mm -hmm. ugh. Uh yeah can you believe but Thank God it's Leo season, I guess. <laughs> well, I have had a good attitude through it, which yeah. I feel like in other signs, like time, I wouldn't have been able to or yeah. something. And I've been able to kind of uh, reset myself and stuff, which I feel like is a very Leo thing. I mean, today I went to the pool and I was like, this is like, for me, it was like very educational, but I think it's something that comes naturally to Leo's. All the lanes were full with two people so i had to switch up someone's game and i had to pick who (laughs) to go circle swimming which everyone fucking hates Uh uh-huh and i'm like i underestimate myself all the time and i'm like i should go in the slow lane because like i'm slow Uh and i'm not gonna want to be like the person that like slows everyone down or whatever and then i'm like i like swimming deep because i like diving and i like doing flip turns and stuff and i'm always scared i'm gonna hit my head um so I'm like, no, just like go where you want to go. It's fine. Yeah. And then I, they're like these two big guys and they're going kind of fast. And they're faster than everyone else. And I'm like, just go. It's fine. Like, they're going to be nice. And of course they were like one of them was nice and one of them wasn't. <laughs> and um, but I get in and I'm faster than both of them. And it's like, oh, you like underestimated yourself. Mm-hmm. And now you're having to learn how to uh, take the break that you need, like go a little bit slower so that they can catch up and do all that other stuff where it's like. I, that's something I think Leos are like extremely good at where they're like, Oh, I can, I can sense the pace that we're going. I know where I'm at and I can bring other people with me or I can like shoot ahead. Yeah. I, I feel you on like, I think from that, 
that time period from cancer season where it was kind of just being in in the feels to like even like when I'm in like depression, anxiety, stress, I'm also like not working and job applying and doing like like trying to like start new beginnings and things. But now I'm having these like Leo pep talk things like in my mind that I wasn't having in cancer season. That's like maybe you just need to like do your own thing. Maybe you don't need to like work for this thing. Like it's just like this recheck of like I think giving in to back to being like no no, no I'm taking I'm at let's take it I'm taking it back whatever that is for me and for other people where it's like I'm not just gonna go with the waters that are taking me and again it's no shade to cancer like we need that we need every time of year to feel those ways and sometimes to just be swept in it it was just extra fucking swept in it this summer it feels like so yeah I feel like there is like like optimism again or like just some feeling of like no i'm like i'm cool i am cool i am good i have purpose in this world like like shut shut up me inside of me like i need that other part of me that's like you're you're great don't change well it's like the it's like the yeah and like that's the that's the you kind just of get like, tired i just get i just like and that's so interesting watching the astro seasons like i just got tired of feeling like you can really see it broken up where i'm like i can't think like that like i how mm-hmm. do i what's the opposite of this and it's like oh this this is like yeah. complete opposite of this well it's very much like i i as per friggin usual i'm like oh i love leo <laughs> and leo's an energy i feel like i've been trying to kind of lean into um even prior to researching for the episode and and leo season um but it is that like just tenacious um like i'm not conservative but that thing of like not letting your circumstances define you like doing doing it in spite of the odds and all of those things where it's just like no excuses yeah do it like almost cinderella story in a lot of ways and it's like the thing it's like not only am i doing it it's like that's part of my story now too and like now i'm an inspiration and a reason why you don't like no excuses kind of thing and and it is like uh what are you gonna be like sorry it's just making it it makes me think of like oh what are you gonna like apologize for like being alive are you gonna like live your fucking life Mm -hmm. i also think it's interesting like the um story with the lion with the fur that can't be you know it's like a field that can't be broken or whatever and i think that's like a really important um thing to remember is like how to dodge stuff how to like be like i'm not letting that bother me today and that's another thing that leos are really good at just being like nope sorry like that's not i'm not taking that on Mm -hmm. i'm not like letting you do that to me Mm -hmm. yes which sometimes i think for other people can feel like compartmentalizing e or whatever but it's like sometimes you just gotta like you know put a fishnet hairnet on put the gloves on and be like don't i don't I just don't have time. Like when I'm re- when there's time, I will give that to you. But for now, like all I can see is like it's like I have the lion, the lion eyes, just like fixated. Like I just re- researching through like the w- terms and symbology of like just lions in general was just so like inspiring <laughs> like i felt yeah. like so cheesy as fuck like reading this and be like yeah that does mean that and that is really cool that they only hunt during this time and like and it's just very like i don't know it was very reconnected and i think like i think leos are very earthy of the fire signs like i think there is this like realistic grounded fixed 
energy of like actually doing the things rather than like talking a big talk or like you know bopping around it's very like it is very zeroed in and and focused and centered um which it feels really different from like the fire brothers and sisters well it's i think it's annabelle gatt who said um leo's like a campfire and it's that's like a, a controlled consistent burnt like that's mm-hmm. that is warm enough that's controlled enough for you to stand around it and cook off of it but also like you still leave smelling like smoke and it can change like you know it's it it's not as like i don't know as opposed to like a wildfire that's burning down everything in its path or you know uh an area but it's also yeah but it's also not a a fire a stove that you can kind of turn and adjust more uh you know what i mean like i I think a sagittarius is like a firework hmm. if we're like just of like this like it's just like big and in it like to me it's like in the air signs uh, i'm just like seeing all, like uh you're just different me with fires. The, the different fires the symbols of fire i love i love i love but i love it let's go through um i mean again we we're talking about leos also if you le, hadn't le, if you hadn't guessed le duh. i also was reading this and i again i think i've said this on charts but i <laughs> i don't know if it's accurate but i was reading this fa- <laughs> astrology uh-huh. facts on this website today and it said that um Leos have the most gym memberships. Oh, I believe that. Any sign. I mean, I believe that too, but is that a thing that we're putting out there as like when we say uh, Virgos are artistic and so we're like, they buy the most art supplies or is it actual research? I don't know. Dude, every Leo I know though, not every, but a lot of them are really good about like waking up and exercising before like work or before this. Like they always just kind of like get it done and sometimes at like very odd hours like i guess they're going to the gym if we're saying it's by research that they're not just getting up and running they're like you know they're going no they're going to they're going to the gym and wearing like a cute outfit at the gym at five well it's the it's both it's like the necessity it's the self-care it's the uh like this is something that you do this is the feel good and it's also the performance of it yeah it's the like i belong like i see the instagram story that's like checked in at the gym at like 5 20 a.m and i'm always like what it's the the, i'm like associated with these things and not in a superficial way it's the like leo's leo's want the sticker on they want the bumper sticker for the thing they want you to know that they participate in the thing because they are an extension of it not because it's like a braggy um whatever which that can be it too but it's like the um the desire to define yourself and state who you are definitively too and it's like i am this is part of who I am. I go to the gym. I belong to this association. So I'm proud of anything. I've never known a Leo to be like, uh, particularly, I mean, obviously depending on your chart, this will vary by, you know, house placements and things like that. But like, I'm always someone that kind of not always, but a lot of times I'm like reticent to be like, too over identified with something or someone or whatever where it's like the oh I don't want to like make you feel weird about a thing or I'm judging I'm judging myself because they would have me as a member of this club but Leo's are always like I belong to this thing like it's proud you know what I mean like they're always Mm -hmm. like the thing I I why would I associate with something that I didn't believe in fully enough to tell you about it or claim to be a member of it yeah you know what I mean yeah well I think like Leo's and I feel like they're one of the signs that I hear this from the most and I think it's because they're 
their adjectives and their stereotypes are really like they're just very like if you don't feel that way then it's like so off for you where it's like i'm an actor in the front of the stage and i'm the life of the party with big hair and it's like okay 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 like let's unpack like what that really means like what like what you're saying julia is like i feel like leos are like so like they're not gonna willy nilly give themselves to any like you know they're gonna be hard to recruit to a cult like mm-hmm. they're gonna have a lot of questions and they're gonna want to know what like what's in it for that like what's the financial gains like what give me all the details because i'm value i am a valuable mm-hmm. asset and i'm not gonna just take that and i think whether you're an introverted leo or an extroverted leo i think they all have that idea um of, of that like myself is like this body's carrying my soul and this is like all i have so like why am i gonna what explain to me why i should spend time with you because mm. like i don't need to i love being a, i actually like like to watch netflix like and brush my hair like it's a great time i think too leo's one of the signs and i read this somewhere a long time ago and i don't remember where but um it has like the most descriptors mm-hmm. yeah. so if you're like yeah i'm not like a center stage big hair leo it's like no but you probably are warm and yeah. you probably are like you know what i mean there are like so many descriptions that and you you probably have like a royal air mm-hmm. or you know where people like treat you nicely or you know what i mean yeah. there's like so many different ones so yeah. i think leo seems like the the sign whenever i meet someone they're like oh i'm not a leo is yeah. like they're the most that energy whereas i feel like other signs are like oh astrology is bullshit as opposed to i don't feel like a like i don't identify that way yeah and i think that's because leo is like about creating self-creation and self-expression and all of those things so it is like oh yeah a lot to live up to if you read the leo descriptions it's kind of intimidating well and just like defining yourself and expressing yourself correct like authentically yeah. in, in that way is is Leo in and of itself. So the idea of being like, oh, I don't want to belong to a thing that I don't feel represents me, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to take that on because it's not true to me, which is like, I think in fashion with anybody who doesn't, whenever, however somebody doesn't like their sign usually is indicative of their sign, like the totally. way they go about it. And so I think that Leo feeling like, oh, I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not that is very oh, Leo. Yeah. Whenever I have like the Leo that's like, well, I'm not these things. Then you start listing like these cool positive traits. They're like, I guess I am a little bit. And then you're like, bitch, you're like, we're just baiting for compliments in this like backwards ass way. But, yeah. or, but I'll give them to you. Yes, exactly. Cause I like, cause I, I just like you like you, this, ge- it's like a genuine, um, just no time. It's like just no time for the phonies or the fakes or the whatever's of like, it's just like, I'm over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some stats, if you don't already know, but love a stat. Love it. Uh, yes. Again, we're talking about Leo's. Uh, there's some dip- Leo also, I feel like has the most wide variance of dates. I th- I agree. I feel like growing mm-hmm. up, they always like were all over. And again, these were like back in the day when we just didn't fact check shit. But I feel like I always growing up never knew who was a Leo. Like, I feel like they always like the cancers and the Virgo. Like, it was just always like a toss up. I feel like most signs have like a one day difference sometimes like some people will say the 19th of february some people will say the 20th for pisces right or whatever like but i feel like leo i've seen even just like looking today there was like four different beginnings and ends yeah uh, well when i was i downloaded the 
app that lets you look at the constellations oh, and yeah. it like makes them for you mm-hmm. so that you don't Sky have to view. be like, yeah, I love that app. So, and then I was all mad because, uh, well, we were in Solvang and uh, you can see everything and I'm all like, why is it Aquarius? And I'm like, oh, you're looking directly up, you fucking idiot. How many times have I like said <laughs> on the horizon yeah. or anything like that where it's like, yeah, it's not the one above you. And yeah. maybe it was at some point, but it's but like, not right now. that's yeah. not, not right now. what it's yeah. supposed to be. And I was just so mad. I'm like, isn't it Leo? What am I doing? Like, why am I seeing this? So I thought it was funny to like, just a reminder. And it's like, yeah, those dates, of course, like the dates are going to shift. Yeah. It's That's the way the stars work, man. Yes. Oops. But somewhere let's say our estimate is somewhere between july 21st 23rd through august 20 i had the 23s was my main that was like the consistent one i'm finding but i would definitely if you're on on those cuspy areas i would like triple your date i would check your dates triple check your time check your time i would triple maybe run your chart if you're doing it online maybe run it through a few different websites and then of course get a reading um yeah from us or from someone else who cares yeah, but, but i know i also know most leos to know exactly i have my my old boss uh would uh, would always say i'm a leo by nine hours and i'm like <laughs> yep that's that also checks uh-huh. tracks for all of the things <laughs> so by nine hours. i love it and but don't yes, get it so twisted but yeah so it's like go yeah you need to get your chart done uh know your birth time all of that but dates july 21st to august 23rd area uh this is a fixed fire sign as we've already mentioned the ruler is the sun the symbol is the lion uh ruler of the fifth house yes uh their sentence is i create yes which i love yes um i was back on what's dash your dash sign dot com love it um shout out to them and I really like that website. I think just for general, also animal, you know, symbology and stuff. I think if you've been dreaming of a certain animal or what have you, it's a great website resource and has a lot of interesting information. But there's one part about lion symbology that I just like basically fucking wept at and it made me really happy. But it just talked about how they're neither nocturnal nor diurnal, would you say? Um, But they are crepuscular. Do you know what that is? Mm-mm. They only uh, go out at or like go hunting at like dusk and twilight and like daytime, like the like ma- basically like the magic hours, um, which was just talking about how like in Celtic and Native American, like this time is supposed to be this um, liminal in between, neither here nor there mm-hmm. space and just existing in the in between. And I love whoever wrote this copy on what's your sign, <laughs> the other what's your sign, uh, just wrote that space in between represents 100% pure potential. And I thought that was like, just like, I was just like, that's it. Like, yeah. that's like it. It's like, no, I'm not going to function at day or night. I'm at dusk. And it's like, that is so Leo. And it's just, it's just taking in. And zoom time when they're out too. 5 mm-hmm. a.m. at the gym. Yeah. Uh, 6, a, 6 p.m. at it's a happy hour uh, right before dinner. But well, it's, uh, and it's it just time to, I mean, truly, like, that is potential time where it's time that's, like, not being. It's like, do I, are we making dinner yet? Are we staying in? Or this? Still have the rest of the day. Still yeah. Have the rest of the night. It's but it was, all. It was talking about this um, as it's, like, it's a suspended state time, which I thought was, like, really cool. Like, I don't know. That, like, that just, like, hit me in all the ways. And it just also made me think about 
how I spend my time <laughs> or like, oh, I try to f- sometimes like I think we all try to function in the same working hours as like normal society and it doesn't work for us and it makes us feel stifled or it feels like you have like a learning disability and you're like just can't keep up with everybody. And it's like, oh, well, like Leo's are like, fuck that. Like this is what I'm this is what I'm good and this is when I can access something that's like helps me like understand that I'm still me, but I also need that time to just float in otherness. Well, when I was reading about the labor, which we'll get into, um, one of the things that soldout.org was talking about is that, you know, like you said, Leo's the fifth house. Um, but in a lot of cultures, five is like the most occult number. And it's the number of like man, which made me think of the Pixie song, This Monkey's Gone to Heaven. Where if he says, man, man is five. five. If uh, man is yes. five. But the idea oh, being, the idea being that it's the the continuation so we have the aries taurus gemini cancer kind of like learning of the soul and all that and then fifth house is like but what do we do with all of that becomes man yeah oh so it's like the creative it's that like intent magic potential thing of like using that to start a fire starting to create something that generates even the idea of like um, you know, like children is part of a fifth house is creativity, children, like the idea of like father, mother coming together, creating other thing mm-hmm. too, that it's like, oh, the thing, the most thing that we can uh, do is make more things. Yeah. Or like make a, a person yeah, or whatever yeah. that then is unlimited potential to go on and create and so on and so forth. All of those things, because that person now can make art they can make another another person being the most like literal manifestation of it but now they can sing songs they can show teach the world emotions and things like that it's like the well i didn't even think of it like this and i wrote this for a different note later on when we maybe talk about more planet placements with leo but like i feel like never equating that like that because fifth house being like this child thing because fifth house i feel like has so many symbols as well like i felt i never i like the fifth house but i've always thought it was kind of like it's like short-term love and kids and this and it's just and creating and like but thinking of like legacy like it's like yeah like leo wants to create but it wants to create something that you're gonna like remember forever and that you're gonna like have a song that your kids are gonna sing and like or make kids and like do this so i i never thought of the man five child thing not just being like just straight up like well reproductive and how will i be like with my kids it's like no like how are you gonna pass on like what you're good at or like what's like your staple in this world or like what you're proud of um just blowing my mind right now yeah well it's also about like i think of those other fifth half things like drama romance Uh, something it also is still this idea of like a third thing that we have created from something so like romance is like oh your energy plus my energy equals this other thing Uh that we have made whipped up together and of course those things change and you can't which is like the frustration of the fifth house which is like it can't always be like that something has to maintain or level off or adjust or whatever in order for it to be sustainable yeah you know but this idea of like we have we have made something from the ether of our physical bodies and you know whatever i love it um another stats thing quickly um ruling body part is the heart the upper back spinal column uh idea which again is like so so leo because it is that thing of like you know all of the all of the things having all of those things there but adding that fifth 
like intangible thing where it's like what, yeah. what all of that makes is like your heart your because mm-hmm. that's the thing that drives what? you to like do mm-hmm. things but it also drives you to be in this also ethereal liminal space too that is like this is when i this is when i feed my like physical body through self-care but also this thing that can't be measured the same way yeah i love the representation of the heart too because i think with a lot of the at least the ones that we've discussed on air thus far uh a lot of the body parts don't have um another meaning Mm -hmm. where it's like throat mine it's you're not like i mean go for the throat sure but that's still we're just talking about like your neck heart that means a lot more than the organ Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that word can mean a lot to and to every different person probably has a different connotation of it where it's like i don't know stomach are we are we like feeling that way about stomach? Probably not. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No heart. It, I mean, well, it's also just part of our like well, culture, just like drawing little heart symbols and sending heart emoji. It's like, we see hearts yeah. all the time. Well, all, yeah. I think that's absolutely so, so spot on for Leo, but thinking about it and it's not as, as synonymous, but the next sign would be gut. Which it is thinking of that, but it's Virgo coming after. But it still doesn't give yeah. you the same thing as like, well, heart means there's so many. It's like they do it in sports where yeah. it's like you got to have a lot of heart or like mm-hmm. the same thing as like it means like love and that sports thing at the same time. And that it's like, I don't know, lungs. Yeah. We don't feel that way about lungs. No. Like, I just think it's interesting because Virgo comes afterwards, which it's like less charged than yeah. uh, that. But it is still this idea like, oh, we came up with this in Leo. So now we have like a more duality. An, yeah. To now it. we have an idea of like the body part being more than just the body part, but it's because it was like Leo's example and idea right. that we knew to put that in. Damn. Um, also interesting in the sold out thing kind of, uh, related to that same sentiment is the idea that, so at first there were only 10 constellations that they used in astrology and leo and virgo were actually the same constellation which is where they think maybe the sphinx imagery comes from like the woman and a lion whoa Mm -hmm. well like leo virgo i feel like when we were talking about like knowing your birth time i feel like i know so many thought they were leos but are now virgos and i feel like Sadly, it gets like because Leo is one of those signs that I feel like is built up to be so glamorous and in stereotypical forms, Virgo's like, I just work and clean. So it's like, a, I feel like I see a lot of people like online, like, wah, wah. and it's like, I don't know, Leo and Virgo like do a lot of the same shit, just a little bit differently. And like even going with like gut, Virgo's like, cool, like, like all this like self-reflection and all this meditation, but like, let's go like connect with some people let's go do like it's like it's the man it's almost like the manager of this like proud lion or the lion tamer if you will like just taking it out and like and okay and, like let's fucking do and now let's fucking do it mm-hmm. well and it is a little bit less like lower stakes heart because yeah. like even even thinking about like literally you can have like parts of your gut removed mm. but second brain they say yeah gut. but not your heart not. heart your heart <laughs> your heart must stay intact the way it is all of this and it's like much more dramatic we have stomach problems all the time tell, like low tell key, me about of course, it don't have to tell stevie <laughs> but like that you know what i mean like you could have like a st- there's varying levels of that whereas like your heart in truly a fashion is like no it's the one it's the one thing it does all the things uh but let's talk about the labor um yeah because there also was like 
I love learning about the five uh, stuff because you don't think about, at least I don't think about five as like as magical. You know, seven is a magical one. I do think about five as just from tarot. Well, five so five is like a number I used to be kind of afraid of because I felt like it was very strong. Like I felt like mm. it was always a very like five just felt like a like it's almost like fuck. It's like five. And it's like just very like I feel like it's like a bold. I was always like it was a bold person's number. Mm-hmm. Like people who like Which, fives. Yeah. I think it's interesting. The children aspect too, and talking about that family creating a child and family and all that. But like it's the house you draw like the most simple Mm -hmm. is five you know and it makes the lion from when you're a kid Mm -hmm. oh yeah fuck Mm -hmm. yeah all right okay anyway i know i know it's all i mean (laughs) take a minute to like gather astrology's wild yeah take a minute to gather the contents of your fucking mind up from the ground because it was blown the fuck out uh okay so here's the labor um as per usual Hercules has just finished his cancer labor. He's like exhausted, but he also is feeling like fucking charged up. Uh, he's like, as where we last left him, he was having to continuously like return the the sacred dough to the temple. And he's like been doing it, been returning it, been on that thing. And he's like, I'm here. I get it. I'm great. And the, the great one is like, all right, he's got to get ready. He's been doing all these tasks. He's got to get ready for this next one because it's a doozy. So let's give him time. Mm-hmm. Let's let him load up all of his weapons, be like the most prepared Hercules he can be, <laughs> give him all the stuff, let him, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, he, the great one kind of like tells him of what the, the challenge is going to be, or he's kind of like waiting and he's like, okay, so what am I like, what's next? And he's kind of like not hearing the actual call to it, but is like aware that he's being called to, to something. And then finally the, the great God is like, all right, you got to go save this village from the lion, this lion that's been terrorizing the village. Um, and he says specifically is like the people of this, uh, ravaged land live silently behind locked doors because this r- lion is all over the place and he could hear the lion roaring and Whoa. all this. So he's like, Human all right, weapons can't kill it. Well, that's yeah. So he's like, he brings, he's like, all right, I, I know I have all of these things, but I, it's going to weigh me down. All right. What? So I'm just going to bring my one club. That's like been with me this whole time. It's my trusty club. All right. I'm using that. So he goes off to this village and kind of like sees people along the road. And he's like, all right, I'm trying to find this lion. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're like going after the lion. It's so scary. I've never like, he, yeah, he nothing can kill it. Nothing. Everyone's tried. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, like, I'm, but I'm going. So where, yeah. where, where is it? And, you know, some people are like, well, we've never seen it. It's, you know, just following the roar. And that's so we're he's trying to like kind of use these things to find it, but eventually he does find the line and kind of like goes to try to confront it head on, shoots arrows at it. Doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, and then the line kind of gets away and he's still tracking it, but eventually he finds himself like in a cave and it's a dark cave and he goes in looking for the lion, but then all of a sudden the lion's like behind him. And he's like, oh, shit, there's multiple entrances in this cave. So in order for me to, like, fight this lion, I'm going to have to, like, we can't both get out of here or whatever. Like, have to make sure that we all, like, 
whatever. So he closes yeah. off, finds, eventually finds the thing, closes off the gate, and then he's in the dark. So he like also can't really see stuff. But he basically ends up, he can't use the club, so he ends up having to strangle the lion with his two hands. But, Damn. but he does, and then he emerges from the cave and tells everybody, he's like, hey, lion's, lion's done. <laughs> Come out of your house and like live your life. You don't have to live in fear. Uh, and... I mean, that's pretty much it. And I feel like the ending feels kind of anti-climate or like there should yeah. be more of a thing. But I also thought it was really like Leo-ish because it was just like the one of the things that they brought up uh, sold out.org that I liked was like the idea of this battle taking place, like hidden away from everybody in a cave, just like you and the lion uh-huh. taking it down uh, to emerge victorious people because i think that that's something that we kind of talk about leo's about like kind of keeping things hidden or whatever or like we don't see that that the process we don't see them strangling the lion we just see the after the emerging victorious kind of thing and so we're like oh they're not they're not really doing they're they didn't do a thing or whatever but it's like no they strangled a lion with their bare hands just now they're at like but they did it. It's that's like when it. you see that like meme picture that like people use for motivation. That's like uh, it's like a ballerina like on her tippy toes. And it's like in the ballet shoot. And you're like what you don't see. And then it, then on the other foot is like her mangled foot yeah. from like practice. <laughs> and it's yes. like it's like, yeah, like I didn't just become like an amazing ballerina. And I didn't just like, you know, easily did this over like I took. I, it took the struggle behind the scenes that it, like I might get let you clue into, but probably not. Like, what's the point? Like, why do I have to? And a lot of it is because you didn't go in. You didn't see me fight or whatever you did. Or, and you also weren't brave enough to chase right. down the lion. Well, I think that's mm-hmm. the, the symbology of like those people being like, well, we never seen it. And we just did is like so like just societal sheeple. But also that like where like, you know, when things are like good, but not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like Leo's want great like want greatness at all times it made me think of like celebrity culture because leo we do associate so much with like actors and entertainers and and create performative people but it is that thing of like oh no they just like went out and did it not to say that they're not talented or whatever but we like to give people this like inhuman quality to them and it's just like no they just pursued yeah they chased the lion just literally just do it one of the other things that um Wikipedia notes about this labor is that um, Hercules takes the coat of the lion to wear, um, which I think is a very like regal and and royal thing. And that um, because he couldn't do it with a knife or like he couldn't get it, he had to. um, Athena told him to use the claws of the lion that that to Ah. use the claws to cut its own pelt. And then some authors say that uh, it was helped. Hercules was helped by an earthborn serpent, which oh. like reminds me of um, a water snake, which reminds me of Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. Which is the fixed, the fixed yeah. cross of it's like cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's so weird because I was like beyond the like animal symbology, like looking up the glyph itself, which, you know, we've talked about this in other sign proper sign proper episodes. It's like, yeah, like obviously this is clearly like just the Aries Ram or just this, but like, but those animals weren't, put to there from like random place like right. they have like deep let's go deeper than just even the animal symbology and you know obviously the leo little circles and like the long squiggle 
is like the head and the lion mane. Also looks like a sperm, but it's one of my favorite symbols of the zodiac. Uh, but some people were saying that it looked like a snake, and and that it was like an earthly snake. And I didn't know where that was like, like there was just no source for it really. It was just like some astrologers say it looks like an earthly snake. And I was like, weird. I wonder if it's the fixed enter. I don't know. But like, oh, it might be part of this like yeah. Herculean thing. But or the Sphinxian. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is kind of. Spe- yeah. And I, I, have, I have a new theory I'm putting out that I think beyond like the little circle is almost like the self. And then the outward tail is almost like a shield of like confidence and out that. and output and like creative like it's like because a leo is i mean I, a lot of the times i feel like people say like i don't really get to know them they're always doing this and it's like well like part of their identity is cr- like putting out things to the world it's not just like just take me as a, it's not like a gemini thing where it's like just take me as i am like i or an aries like just take me as i am and leo's like well this is who i am these are my values my family my friends my art my work and then if you can like if I'll let you pass this shield, like, and this is also me. The thing about Leo celebrities, and we've talked about this before, is that they're always the people where you, like, know their origin story and you know, like, what they, that they, like, the Jennifer Lopez one is the one that I always think about where it's like, she was a dancer first and mm. she was in the background and mm-hmm. then she moved and did this thing and she worked really hard. And I think of that as, like, their, like, their tale to like their, their story tale. But Whoa. it's also like, you know, we, again, we, like, don't see, we didn't see the hard work of them in the cave strangling the lion, but we know that they didn't just like happen overnight. So they're not like, they are a testament to kind of like the hard work that it takes, but also that again, there's like no excuses to not do a thing or like put your, do whatever you need to do to get to be where you're at. And it like continues as part of their thing. Like all of Jennifer Lopez's music and so many of her movies and things too are about like rising above your station and doing what you need to do to like, but keeping your dream alive and anything you need to do to pursue that thing. Whoa. Also like all the symbology of like literally like your tail, Mm -hmm. like a lion's tail. It's just so, it's also so appropriate. I just like that. They're the only cats. That's true. There's a book coming out and I'm so excited about it. I forget. Uh, forgive me. I heard her on Evian Whitley's podcast, uh, Sexually Liberated Woman. Um, she's a, this book is called Cats Are Sluts. And it's about like all of the female like sexuality okay. associations. Leo's with cats. now don't add us. <laughs> yes. But it's like, like I am a slut. <laughs> but it's about it's about how like cats have been kind of um, co-opted and made this image of kind of like negative female sexuality but it's not like it's like a it sounds super cool i'm super excited for it i think it comes out in september so check that Whoa. out but should yes. we run through the kitty cat let's placements yeah I, meow let's do it i mean we talked a lot about like i guess the general symbology of leo as a whole if your sun sign of like this proud and performer and all that um so leo risings okay I love Leo Risings is like what My a favorite. Gr- what a great rising placement. I'm friends with I feel like I'm friends with so many Leo Risings. I feel like we've kind of maybe or I've talked about like how a lot of Leos in other Leo placements can be kind of elusive to me, but not Leo Risings. I feel like that they're the ones that are like those stereotypical out and about wearing prints, looking hot, like just like all of those good things. And I think if you are Leo Rising and you don't feel that way, it's like people want might want that from you or might want to feel that leadership or warmth or things, but I love that rising placement. I love Aaliyah rising. Yeah, I do see a winged eyeliner. 
a fishnet, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo Mercury, or should we go Sun and Moon? I mean, I feel like we've been talking about Sun in Gen, but Sun is it's dignified in in Leo. So I mean, yeah, I, I, it's yeah, all these things I think will apply to the overarching personality. But Leo Moon, I, I mean, I jotted this down as like I just want to meet more of them. I don't, I feel like I don't ever. Hang on. Here comes the leaf blower. Yeah, here comes the leaf blower. <laughs> Leo move. Get the fuck out of Making here. Making an entrance. Classic Leo move. But, you know, as the Leos might say, the show must, must go. go on. Uh, dude. Um, but Leo moves, I feel like I know none. Or I want to get to know more. But I feel like maybe the things we've talked about with Leo moons are that they're maybe since it's the emotional caretaking part are they are the they're at home and grooming and you know getting in check with those emotional things rather than like kind of being like out and about and like showcasing it more like a rising placement i think in stand-up there are a lot of them and i think they're definitely in stand-up because they're like i want to be a like famous actor but I'm like too like it's still in like my shadow side mm-hmm. like it's not my sun sign it's more of like this like need that I really want but I don't like show it so readily I guess oh like it's like like I must get this desire out or I will perish yes that's a very Leo Moon quality um in the only way to learn astrology by uh, Marion March and Joan McEvers they have like a a word for each placement and the word that they use for uh, Leo Moon is emotionally dramatic which I feel like is accurate and also remembering I think in the moon um Leo's kind of like fixed nature is mm-hmm. very prominent because it's about being kind of stubborn with your emotions as well and very kind of set in what your feelings are and it's hard to change your mind but also when you when their heart is in something then they kind of like learn their lesson quickly sort of thing Mm. like it just it takes a little while it's not a very cerebral moon sign by any means but it it is like a A feeler um a feeler and a like moral moon sign if that makes sense where it's like once the you can't like convince them of the intellectual nature of feelings but if it's like if you appeal to their heart once they know something to be true in their heart then they will make the necessary changes Mm -hmm. I did have like a note jotted down too of like it feels like a very theater kid placement where it's Mm -hmm. not even it's like not just even the performing but like for the sake of the arts like to maintain this again going back into like legacy and things well and that fifth element Thing, you know what I mean like the thing where the it's like also element. think about it like your feelings as like part of you know, I love a and maybe this is a fire sign thing too but love a a, a, a storyline a arc or whatever mm-hmm. so I think being very There's caught up meme. in that yeah I'm like <laughs> fifth element meme yes I wonder if the fifth element does have like Leo I mean I haven't seen the fifth element in a while but Her I wonder name if- is Lilo Oh my <laughs> god! I wonder what Mila Jojovovich is. She seems like she could be a Leo or like an Aquarius Pisces. Mm, we'll get back on that alien baby. Okay. Um, Leo Mercury again. I feel like it's a placement I haven't come across with too many people, but I think maybe again it's this like I going into like the regal stereotypes. But it feels like someone that would really hate someone that doesn't know what they're talking about because it's so like groomed and someone that says like a lot or someone that doesn't like 
have the facts or know the things that they're talking about might be like an irritant to someone with this Mercury placement. Um, but I haven't met too many. So I'm again, I want to meet these Leo Mercury and other placement people. The words that uh, March and Mick Evers use for Leo Mercury are positive, um, even though Mercury is in fall here. I mean, it's a sweet talking Mm-hmm. it's a not not in a negative or positive way just it is that it's like it's someone who can who is able to paint a picture with their words is able to speak beautifully is able to speak um nice like nicely yeah it's not someone that's like you know incisive or or blunt or something again it's like anything is Aaliyah was going to present something in a nice way mm. so I think they can package things well and also say things that are like motivating and get you to feel good and, and Barack Obama, Jennifer Lopez, Cameron Diaz. See, po- I'm, I'm skipping all the problematic ones. <laughs> Robin Williams, Lindsay Lohan, Bill Clinton. See, I mean, positive, not necessarily positive people. <laughs> that one was but, problematic. Yeah, no, but not necessarily positive people always, but able to like motivate but people and get people, people excited i can see the communication chain here because i feel like it is keeping this like um air of professionalism as well where um i mean again and a lot of them have been outed since of maybe not being as professional but it's something like they're not going to go into that until it's like you know oh i've been caught or oh i've been th-. like yeah. i feel like they're not like the one that's just gonna like gossip with you like they almost like no. know their reputation of like being a gossiper if that makes any sense mm-hmm. um i do know a lot of leo venus and leo mars which is i know a ton of leo mars which i like I, highlighted yeah um the leo venus i just like my gut was like this is a very like horny placement just because i feel like this is a venus that really wants to be adored wants to be if we're talking about like a sub dom relationship i feel like it's a little bit of like a dominant sub where it was like praise me give me presents like be almost like be my fun like be a sugar daddy like fund me like i'm a creator be my manager like i think it wants to have the f- like flourishing type of love that's really like feeding into like who they are and who they are as like a person and an, an artist and a maker the word is romantic so i mean that says it all all of the celebrities for leo venus have like pretty sad stories um <laughs> And I do think it is about wanting to be adored in that way. I mean, like, even not, like, even, like, Tom Cruise, it's, like, wanting that, like, so hard to be, like, in Scientology and, like... Hopeless romantics. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, it's not being... It's It's, not wanting any of that realistic thing. And it's those ideas of, like, love conquers all. Whitney Houston, Mm -hmm. Amy Winehouse. And um, Nicole Kidman is is also Leo Venus. So that's interesting thinking of her and and Tom Cruise because I think they did have this fairy tale Mm -hmm. top actors in their game. But also, like, did you guys have, like, a stable, loving relationship? I'm not really sure. But you had a very fantastical, beautiful, Broadway-esque, like, romance. And I think that's what a Leo Venus wants. So maybe that's a, a note for Leo Venus people if, like, maybe relationships have been hard. It's like, I mean, like, like love that's passionate and pure like you need that but also you need someone that like can like you know pick up a check and balance bills i don't know like the practical like the practical things well it's that idea of like again the the fifth thing where it's like our love right not you and me in this relationship communicating in this thing it's like our romance like our our love is a brand (laughs) yeah our the thing which can make beautiful art and amazing and can make you a a 
a person that we are drawn to and intrigued by and all of those things, but also might not bring you the most satisfaction. Not to say that if you have a Leo Venus, you're not going to have a happy love life by any means, but mm-hmm. to, to be aware of that idea of like the f- getting swept up in the, the fairy tale of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Leo Mars. I, I do know a ton of Leo Mars and I feel like it's a, like a little bit opposite of the Venus to me in some ways where I feel like it's a, little, a bit similar to a Taurus Mars placement. I feel like they're very like, smart observant and like they're not going to really be an aggressor unless like you're directly fucking with them or their family or their work or their money or anything like that but i feel like it's very results oriented the leo mars people i know like roll their eyes hard at like incompetent people like people who just can't like those co-workers who are just like how do you not know how to like search something in google sheets like this is just common practice so i feel like there is like this just like it's like a prideful aggression that's almost not like elitist, but there is this level of like, if you don't know what you're doing, like learn what you're doing and then get back to me. Yeah. This March and uh, McEvers say warn of um, like learning, learning to pick up on details and not being too domineering and that thing. I find that most of the Leo Mars people that I know are Mars retrograde. And so it's almost like a, because this also is a placement that is um, kind of vulnerable to opinions of others. And I mean, just that's a very Leo quality. I think and it's, uh, it's the heart. So it's, you know, it, you care what people think you care how you come across. So I think a lot of the people that I know with this retrograde Mars are like not as, aware of how powerful they actually are so that idea of like you can be more kind of egotistical and confident and all this but the word that they give is uh passionate both donald trump and hillary clinton have leo mars uh which i think is interesting and it actually makes me want to look for this next election not at like election result like predictive but like to look at the natal charts of whichever two candidates and kind of see uh, where the similarities overlap because I think they got a lot of the same criticism from opposite um, camps. So I think that's interesting that they both have the same Mars. Mm-hmm. Well, and it is this like my ideal ideology, my background, my history, read my memoirs. Like I am like the shit. And it's like, yeah, do you like your base, which like, I'm not sure if I like either. <laughs> I definitely don't like either of your bases in a well, lot of ways. Think about how we kind of, attack both of them as these like personal criticisms yeah and, Ooh, and, it, not, and it gets to them <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's not uh i mean everybody's Ooh, i want to like look that, at these but, mars yeah. placements that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be really really telling um leo jupiter leo jupiter i like i don't know why i got the like vision of and we i know we talked about like jabani in the past but of like that like that leader role but also that like that ceo that like actually gives back like it's that person that like takes people builds their dream but doesn't forget that like other people like assisted back in the dream i think it's knowing like i think leos know that you do need a team like 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 a play you can't do a i mean i guess you can do a one person play but usually you that do still need, requires a director you still and a director and, and, and someone to run the thing so i feel like leo jupiter's no like even though like leo's so about self you can't get to yourself without like your hair person, your makeup, like all this. So I feel like it's that person that can build a dream off of their dream, but then also include other people. When we're, the, Leo's respect loyalty. Yeah. And they value that. And someone who. And again, they'll work with like, you for like life. Yeah. Someone who is good at their job and knows how to do the thing. And especially if you know how to make a Leo look good at their job and stuff like that's 
that's key. The word that March and uh, McEvers use for Leo Jupiter is exuberant, which it's I love. Celine Dion, Robert De Niro, Jim Morrison, Elizabeth Taylor, Mick Jagger, Katie Holmes. I mean, it's a that's a that's a star. Damn, all the uh, Tom, star place. The Tom Cruise uh, love triangle area Damn. is like coming out and all these. It's very le- like very well. It's like his pride. Mm-hmm. Or um, well, and think about those people too of like priding yourself on being. Um, like a generous mm-hmm. person and someone who uh, people want to work with and want to mm-hmm. like Just be a, around it, and when be ex- involved with. Yeah, and exuberance. I feel like is that energy. Like is that energy of just like I don't know. It's just them. Like I can't. I can't even quantify it. It's just like all of their mm-hmm. thing. Um, last one was Saturn because well we can get into Uranus after that. But Saturn. So there might be some of you that might have this, and I'm not no age shame. Um, in like 1976 through um 77 or 78. Um, and then again in 2005. So maybe some of you have kids that are born in that time period um you know mazel tov to you but uh i think i may or may not live with a leo saturn <laughs> oh shit is steve a leo saturn damn i forget retro though damn i forget he's an old man yeah. <laughs> shout out steve it's very uh, well that's very sagittarius well that's in- well that's interesting i wonder what it's like for him um just because i'm like just projecting of like leo is creation and then saturn is always like these things with rules so i think it's interesting and cool to see where like someone with art can like put it into like a working place or like, I don't know, like put that kind of time and creation or like knowing those things with making do you do you have to have like deadlines and timelines. And I mean, thinking of Steve, I mean, God, he makes so much mm-hmm. stuff at all, any given time. Well, the word that they March and McEvers use is self-assured. And I think that that definitely fits because it's someone who know like who knows that they're in charge and knows that they can set boundaries and knows to how to set set rules and knows that they can be a self starter uh uh-huh. a, like that they are they're the ones driving the car and i think that that like this is my show and yeah. i need to yeah Which i think can sometimes be troublesome for for people at times because it also is like that oversized sense of responsibility perhaps and like idea that you maybe don't need it doesn't take a village as much Mm -hmm. as it is all on your shoulders or like that you you can kind of bulldoze your way through other people perhaps or over obstacle like uh work around things yeah and i think too like i think the legacy thing is probably like really pertinent to like a Saturn Leo placement because it is like okay and I'm here and then how do I leave something after I'm here Mm -hmm. too Um, Kanye West Shakira Freddie Mercury David Bowie um Hitler yikes um Benedict Cumberbatch Ashton Kutcher I feel like Hitler has like every placement, like every time, <laughs> like every, like every time we do a chart, I'm like, He's how like, does he have every Mercury placement at every Saturn six placement? Six degrees separation. Or whatever, like. um, and then Leo Uranus won't happen till like 2039. So mm-hmm. we can check back in, I guess, when we're on our 20,000th uh, yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> the word that uh, March and McEvers use for that placement is liberated. Yeah. Oh, that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Neptune This was Leo Neptune I don't know when We'll have it again But the last time That we had Leo Neptune Was 1914 to 1929 Oh okay And the word that Martin McEvers used for that Is speculative Which I think is interesting A Leo Neptune Right 
prior to like the great depression and everything like thinking of like the Roy we've talked about you know fashion and all of those um things that line up with Je- neptune generations but i mean the roaring 20s is like yeah very leo neptune if my math is correct that will be 2109 hell yeah i can't <laughs> wait to see y'all again <laughs> and finally leo uh pluto this word that March McEvers uses, power, that was 1938 to 1957. Well, damn. And again, that's World War II and baby boom, like baby boom. Uh, those ideas of like who's in power, what does power look like? And again, who, legacy. Mm-hmm. Legacy oh. and self and what am I going to like? Everyone's like, oh, I can fuck now. Like the war, war is over. Mm-hmm. Time I- to like buy a house for 10 grand and like and fuck up the economy. Mm-hmm. Well, and even Leo ruling like. Chil- fifth house children yeah oh my god baby boom Damn. revolutionizing the world via having children i love that uh wild uh, should we play game. the game okay this game it's a little mary fuck kill i got a leo sun leo moon action and let's do this round will be charlize theron who i believe it's her birthday today Mar- happy birthday girl martin sheen okay and kevin smith <laughs> Director of clicks, everyone. Okay. Um, fuck. So easy. You kill Kevin Smith. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't really like Martin, Sheen, but I just can't. I know people love him, but I just can't with Kevin Smith. Uh, no, I'm going to kill Kevin Smith. Charlize Theron. But you're. I don't know. I I'm can't t- decide if I want to fuck or marry her. I think I'm going to marry Charlize because. I can't, I don't think I can spend a long period of time with either of the other guys. Yeah. And I guess I'll fuck young Martin Sheen if that's an option on the table. I mean, I think you could like close your eyes and imagine young Martin Sheen. And then I think I might just kill Kevin Smith. And honestly, I don't even have that much against him. It's just, he's just such a nerd. I don't, like, we ain't gonna, (laughs) it ain't gonna. I can't stand Kevin Smith. And only because... Every person that really likes him is like, you have to watch this movie. And it's like, I actually don't. And I don't. You making me watch it is not going to make me like it. Look, I actually. I loved Jersey Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I. Yeah, but I'm going to kill Kevin Smith. Have you, se- you know, I'm going to go the same. I'm going to fuck Martin Sheen uh, and Mary Charlize. Have you seen the new trailer for the Jay and Silent Bob no. reboot? They look so weird. I, like they look like wax figurines from the past. No, but apparently he is making a movie or made a movie already that's like based on Jason Mew's acting career and oh. uh, like a faux reality movie or like one of those like or like a fake a mockumentary. Doc, yeah. But I I don't know actually. Maybe it's not. He, fake but they did do uh, we almost went they did a Q&A at Universal oh and I'm my like god. oh my god that would have been insane someone we know just commented on his yes. <laughs> Instagram uh, being like hey man get back to me about that project yeah, I DM'd you, you slid, slid oh into god. your DMs about Dude, project and, yeah. and not, not to like modification shame but he looks like a real housewife he's so Botoxed and taut like he looks like mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't I was shocked to see him in the trailer um, yeah. some other Leo Sunday moons are uh, Betsy Johnson um, so weirdly so Halle Berry is a Leo, a Leo Sunday moon and Wesley Snipes did you guys hear about this with Wesley Snipes because they used to date allegedly this just got brought up so Halle Berry is deaf in one ear because she was beaten by an ex-boyfriend and it is and alleged Wes- is Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes 
Damn. Alleged, alleged. But I saw that they were both Leo's and Leo Moons, and they were next to each other on like the celebrity list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is load. This is loaded in many, many ways. Wow. Um, Patrick Swayze, Khalees, Shelley Long. So kind of, kind of cute, kind of fun list. Hell yeah. And then Leo Sunley Rising, Mary Fuck Kill, Gillian. Is she Gillian or Jillian? Gillian, Gillian All Anderson, right. Hulk Hogan, and Steve Martin. I mean, we have to kill Hulk Hogan. Hell no, I'm fucking Hulk Hogan <laughs> and marrying Steve Martin. Sorry, Gillian. I, I just, I think uh, eight year old me would really want me to fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the his revenge porn? Sadly, no. It's, yeah. Well, well, he shut down Gawker because someone on Gawker released like he was secretly taped having sex, and in the sex tape he like stops halfway. He's like, "I'm too bloated." <laughs> <laughs> and I then, mean, it, and then he it was like it was put out without his permission. Like it was like totally wrong. And then he like sued Gawker, and then Gawker shut down. So Hulk Hogan shut down Gawker, but also like fairly because revenge porn is like so so fucked up. Yeah, I. <sighs> Dude, I saw Hulk Hogan live when I was a kid, and um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You I was a huge fan. Hey, for you, you're right. You gotta fuck him. I, I mean, Hulkamaniac, baby. God, I think I gotta kill him, and it, but I would also want it to be like a wrestling killing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would be the fair way to like have him go out. Um, I think I, I guess I would marry Steve Martin, and I think I would fuck Gillian. Okay, I think I'm gonna marry Gil- Mary Gillian. We're both the X Files creeped me out for a little while when I was a kid. So yeah, I never really watched. She was good in that newer like detective show, but also she just seems like like she'd be fine to live with and seems like just like a cool. I feel like we'd like fly to like Ireland a lot or something. I don't know a Gilly a hard G Gillian. <sighs> yeah. I can't. I'll call her Gill. And then um, I'll probably kill Hulk. I have nothing against him. It's just this is how the game works. And then I will fuck Steve Martin, but. He needs to leave the banjo like somewhere else. I can't. I can't. I can't hear it. He loves that damn thing. Um, some other Leo suddenly arises. She went down the and Matthew Perry from Friends. Saw Matthew Perry at the ArcLight. Oh time. yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Was he with any friends? No. Yeah. Solo. Fair. <laughs> None of the other friends. <laughs> no. No friends. No acquaintances. No nothing. Did he order French fries? <laughs> it's one of my boyfriend's no. comedy jokes. I wish. Okay. I wish. Matthew Perry orders French fries. I'm not gonna do the no, bit. I'll you can come see Scott live. Yeah, go see Scott live. And wow, I got it. I gotta know. Friends bit. Friends heads will. Friends heads will love it. No, uh-huh. I did see. I saw. It was like one of those true Hollywood nights. Uh, Juliet Lewis walked Ooh. down the street. I mean, walked down the stairs, and then Matthew Perry like after, and I was like, "This is a fuck. Like, is this a joke? Like, this yeah. is what." kids in iowa think that Hol- like living in hollywood is like oh my and you're God. just like okay uh, i love that uh, and you know what guys it is so uh <laughs> so leo's come through la is waiting for you mm-hmm. just kidding Run's but leo's bad. we freaking love yeah you. i love I mean, leo's yeah leo's rule the best i'm jealous of leo's i'll be honest i want to meet more i know you guys probably don't want to meet anyone else but if you're open to that uh Let's let's link up. <laughs> see you on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's all for you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's Y R Sign underscore Pod. 
You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.